Hey, it's Wednesday, August 22nd, and I'm Josh Boykin, the founder of Intelligame.us. You're listening to another edition of Intelligame Radio. Welcome to the middle of the week. I hope the beginning of it treated you well, and I hope that you were able to spend some time listening to our interviews conducted at Pixel Pop St. Louis on Monday. It was a pretty good episode, some pretty good people, if I do say so myself. In general, I'm really happy with a lot of the things that Intelligame has done over the summer, and as we're transitioning into the fall, there are some interesting new opportunities coming up that I'm looking forward to being able to share with you folks as well. Today, we're going to go back to our more conventional IG format and have a bit of a discussion. This is particularly come up as a result of a conversation that I had with a friend of mine over dinner. We've talked about accessibility on Intelligame Radio in the past, particularly in terms of the new accessibility-focused controller that Microsoft created that would make it a lot easier for folks who have various physical disabilities to be able to play the games that we all know and love. But I'm realizing that as I think a little bit more broadly about it, accessibility is a much wider reaching scenario than I think many of us consider on a regular basis. So today, let's have a discussion about other ways in which we can talk about issues of accessibility. One of my favorite games of all time is The Walking Dead Season 1. It's a game that I expected to be about zombies, but it turns out it's really about parenthood. It's about what happens to humanity when some of the agreements we have in society don't apply anymore. It's about The Walking Dead, and whether The Walking Dead are the zombies or the people who are left in their wake. The choice-based focus of narrative exploration and the dialogue system that this game had really put narrative adventures on the map and paved the way for a lot of other games like Life is Strange. I always thought about this game as a really open, really accessible title. The kind of game that non-gamers can play because it's so focused on story. Yes, there are quick time events as you play as Lee, guiding this girl Clementine through the south. You occasionally have to press a button really fast to avoid a zombie attack. But it's not like God of War. It's not like a traditional action-y game. And so I thought, well, yeah, this is, this is the perfect opportunity for pretty much anybody. Well, as I was having a conversation with a friend of mine the other day, she told me, well, I would love to play this game. I feel like it's made for me, but I can't. And see, she can't process what she reads as quickly as other people do. And the dialogue system in The Walking Dead is time-based. So if you don't make a response within a certain amount of time, then it assumes that you want to say nothing. On one hand, this system allows you to add a feeling of pressure to playing the game. 
if you are in a tight situation and you only have a split second to react, are you going to swing the axe at the zombie? Are you going to save your friend? It adds this, this additional element to the experience of being grounded in that world. But if you don't have the time to read all of the dialogue options, you don't get to make an informed choice. This actually was compounded in a game that I was playing with another friend of mine, uh, Sakura Wars, So Long My Love, where they have a similar choice-based system, but that dialogue timer is really fast, and it's actually emphasized with a little steam engine sound, <laughs> so they really want you to feel the pressure with each decision you're making. This is great for folks who can read through all of the options fast enough to make an informed choice. But the ability to slow a game down or to maybe stop it entirely and think about what's going on, that actually is an issue of accessibility. Not everybody reads at the same speed. Not everybody processes information at the same rate. And so there are some folks who may be unable to experience the game, not because they're uninterested in the game, not because it's not for their age group, but because they simply can't participate in the game the way it's asking them to. I bring this up as an issue of accessibility because to me it seems like this is kind of an easy fix. Just give folks an opportunity to stop the game. Uh, my friend suggested if you could just have a difficulty slider for the game, essentially, where you could either increase or decrease the amount of time that you had per dialogue option. Maybe there'd be even a way to stop the dialogue timers entirely. Accessibility is not just about compensating for various abilities. It's about giving players an opportunity to experience a game in the way that's best for them. We Happy Few came out just a couple of weeks ago, and I think it does a great job of subtly addressing player desire in the system and mechanics of the game. When you're choosing your difficulty, you can choose easy, medium, or hard, but it also gives you an opportunity to choose custom. We Happy Few is a survival crafting game based in a dystopian future. And so as you're going through and exploring the narrative, you also have to scavenge for items and build them into the various resources you need and make sure that you're finding food and water to maintain your hunger and your thirst. You can choose in the game to customize the difficulty of combat individually, the difficulty of being seen out in crowds, uh, your stealth, so to speak. You can also choose how much of an effect the drugs in-game have an effect on you, and you can also choose how much hunger or thirst will affect you. You can individually choose how you want to experience the game instead of having one blanket scenario. For me, that's really exciting. I might choose to have a harder difficulty on the food and the water because I, I want to have to scavenge for food, but maybe having difficult combat isn't such a priority for me. This isn't about breaking the game. In fact, 
I think this improves it. The time that we have as gamers is limited, and we should spend time in these worlds enjoying these experiences and pushing through to understand all of what they have to say. I think that there are many folks who have this idea that if you don't experience the game on the hardest difficulty or directly as it was originally quote-unquote intended, then you've somehow done it wrong or your beating the game wasn't good enough. I would beg to differ. Games are an amazing medium because they give us an opportunity to interact on our own terms. Unlike watching a movie or reading a book, engaging in linear narrative that we all have to experience exactly the same way, games give us an opportunity to take part in a set of sequences that were made for us, but in our own manner. Even if the story is linear, we might choose who our party members are as we go through the game, what skills we want to level up on our character, how we want to customize the way that we look. There's a certain approach to choosing how you want to explore that world. And we should also be able to choose how we want to explore that world in terms of what makes the game accessible for us. Maybe we're not big on combat and want to turn that down. Or maybe we have more pressing matters that prevent us from experiencing a game, like not being able to read dialogue options fast enough, or having colorblindness get in the way of us being able to process certain cues on screen. There are tons of different ways that we should think about accessibility, and I'm glad that we're having more discussions about it as time goes on. I think that we need more software-focused accessibility. Not just the controllers that folks can make, but these individual sliders. These opportunities to change the way that we experience the game itself so that we can make sure that we're looking out for all of the people who want to explore our games. Let's also admit that even when we're thinking about things in terms of general accessibility, there's also benefits for many other portions of the population too. For instance, adding a timer, a, and adding an opportunity to modify the timer for Walking Dead would make it much easier to stream so that you could have conversations with people in chat about what decisions you wanted to make or maybe reflect on a past decision. There are any number of ways that everybody can benefit from improved accessibility. Well, let's hope that we see more of those options in the future. It's Wednesday, which means it's time for our call to action. We're still running our fundraiser for Player vs. Hunger, looking to raise just over $3,000 to try and get 10,000 juice boxes to hungry kids. If you haven't donated already, I encourage you, please, even just a dollar, a couple dollars, every bit helps. If you go to intgm.us slash juice money, that's intgm.us slash juice money. That will give you the opportunity to donate to the cause and to really help make a difference in a kid's life. We're going to be streaming today because it's Wednesday starting at 6 p.m. Pacific time 
and we're going to be going until probably eight or nine o'clock. So if you want to jump in and donate on stream, you'll be able to see a notification pop up and it's a lot of fun, gives us an opportunity to all celebrate. So go ahead and get those donations in at intgm.us slash juice money, or you can come to the stream tonight at twitch.tv slash us and donate then. But I totally encourage it. Player vs. Hunger is a fantastic organization. You can learn more about them at playerversushunger.org. Thanks so much. Yay! Okay, folks, that does it for another edition of Intelligame Radio. I've been your host, Josh Boykin. You can find me on Twitter or Facebook at Wallstormer. Keep an eye out for more Intelligame content by swinging over to the homepage, Intelligame.us. And don't forget that we're on social media, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, at IntelligameUs. Tonight, we're going to be streaming. You can catch us over at twitch.tv slash IntelligameUs starting at 6 p.m. We're going to be playing Luca, Child of Shadow. This is a really interesting game that just came out yesterday. I was able to get a copy of it for review, and it's got a really interesting, dark graphic style, some interesting combat, and also some potentially interesting discussions about depression. So I hope that you'll decide to join us tonight. Again, that's twitch.tv slash us. You can go ahead and hit that follow button if you want to make sure that you see when we go live. Anyway, thanks so much for hanging out, folks. On Friday, we're going to have our next episode of the Intelligame podcast, so I hope you're looking forward to it. Until then, keep Intelligaming.